We talking about some good shit right now. All right, listen, <laughs> y'all. We had to jump back on. Part two of domestic violence awareness. You know, because we was in the background getting all into the nitty gritty of everything. And Spirit said, we got to record. So go ahead. Finish, Priestess. Go ahead. What you were saying about what you were saying. Uh, so what I was what I was saying was uh, recalling something that I just spoke about in another group uh, last week or a few days ago, whenever that was, was <laughs> that, uh, you know, people collect, collect the red flags. See the re- red flags. And you choose to ignore them. You'll just keep collecting the red flags. You knew this person was a motherfucker when you first met them. But you wanted to see what it's hitting for. Like I just said in another circle a few days ago, you thought you could love the bullshit out of them. You thought you could love the uh, red flags from from them. You thought that you could love it out of them. Mm-hmm. You thought that if you care you for love them, a person past they pain. if you were kind enough, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can do it for you. I can heal you. I can help you like the rest of the world couldn't. No, he or she was a motherfucker and they are a motherfucker and you got to stop collecting the red flags. You know what I mean? That be the first issue. Mm-hmm. The second issue Here's is the that. Bag lady. Exactly. Oh. Yes, with the bags. Oh, man. The second issue is Collected. that. This false reality and this false concept of what people beloved, believe that love is, is all a farce. It's complete bullshit. Mm. If you focus more on compassion and kindness first, then you'll end up finding out what true love actually is. Mm. Compassion and kindness is something different. That means that you're not going to do anything to someone else that you don't want done to yourself. Because it would hurt you to hurt them. That's not what the fuck these people are doing with this love thing. Love is, bitch, if you fuck somebody else, I'll kill you. Bitch, did you just look at somebody else? I'll kill you. You know, or did you just, did, was you, who was you talking to yesterday on the phone? Uh-uh, where that bitch at? I'm going to fuck her up and I'm going to fuck you up. That's, that's love. Because I love you. Because I love him. Because I love her. That's my shorty. No, it's all bullshit. That's not love. So what we need to do is a lot of people need to go back to the drawing board and reevaluate what the fuck love is. It's sad. But what I'm realizing is the first people in most cases to give you a fucked up reality uh, or ideology of what love is was your parents in most times. And most times your parents fucked you up early on with what they call love and they were giving you red flags and they taught you how to accept red mm, flags mm. and they taught you how to accept what mm. fake love is. Oh, they taught us that. And I'm going to say us. I'm included. Ooh. They taught us that. I'm included. Preach. You know what I mean? And so we grow right up. There, honey. We, we grow up. We grow up mm. learning to collect red flags as our parents do shit to us that don't feel good mm. and say, oh no, don't worry about it, but I love you. But that didn't feel good. But I whoop your ass because I love you. That, that yeah, is, that is. I made you sleep outside in the cold because I love you. I kicked you out because I love you. You you know what I mean? All the girls, when I was young, everybody was pregnant. The mamas was, I kicked you out because you was pregnant and I loved you. No, bitch. That's not what the fuck that is. So we grew up learning red flags, learning to collect red flags, and learning what, what everybody say now, toxic we learned what toxic love was and we learned to accept it as real love and it became normal mm. so that we grew up and we became addicted to or already nurtured and groomed 
to be to accepting of, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. toxic love. Ooh. And so that's what everybody's going around doing. You know what I mean? Giving out this toxic love thinking that it's real love. Forgetting all about compassion and kindness. Collecting red flags. Either getting beat up and fucked up. Or being a, one to beat up others and fucked up others. You know what I mean? Let me say something. <clears throat> now, I used to, I actually, you know, went to seek help at an earlier point in my life, in my timeline, because I express to people, I have been guilty of being a domestic violent perpetrator. If you don't know what per- a domestic violent perpetrator means, I used to choke bitches. Yeah, I used to do that. You know, I'm not proud of it, but I understand because a lot of people don't actually, uh, get to pick the brain and pick the mouth of someone who's actually been a perpetrator Mm -hmm. and actually understand, like, what the fuck is going on with you? You know what I mean? Because it'd be two parties in that situation. So let me ask you a question. Go ahead. What can you say to um, a woman right now today as as an ex-perpetrator to help them with those red flags? What you mean, the victim or yes? How, as a, as an ex perpetrator, what can you say? Don't accept it, bitch. No, but about it, the red flags. Though. Yeah, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there, and and like you were saying, uh, high empress, that it's going to show. It's definitely going to show, and that shit is consistent. <laughs> that shit is very fucking consistent. So if you like, for one. Like you said in the last episode, that shit going to keep on happening. And it's not an issue with you. It's an issue with them. So what was your issue? Insecurity. Insecurity and unhealed anger. Hmm. That's what it be. So Tell what the red flags that they should look for. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. Bitch, if you get hit, that's it. <laughs> what happens before the getting hit? Because um, it's a wind up. Usually. It's always physical. Now, you can have an argument, right? You can definitely... Ha- now, okay, we're going to talk just strictly about the physical aspects of it. Because, like, we talked about in the last episode that domestic violence, violence and abuse can be more than just the physical part. Mm-hmm. It can be mental. It can be emotional. It can be spiritual. If somebody want to control the shit out you... And got no coop and no no type of limits. If they don't respect your boundaries, it's abuse. It's abuse. And they're going to show that shit from the very beginning. You know what I mean? And if it can't be, and I'm not saying like as soon as you, but if it can't be talked about, you know what I mean? And if you don't see any type of change, because change is the best apology, fuck all that I'm sorry shit. You know what I mean? All right. People can be dealing with their own shit. And I feel like in any relationship, you you sticking in it for growth and healing. Like, all right, cool. But if they don't show you real change, no. What <laughs> in, in the last episode, Divine God is here. In the last episode, um, I said people never change, right? Hmm. So correct me if I'm wrong. You are an ex-perpetrator. Mm-hmm. What switched in you that made you change? And my second follow-up question would be, uh, do you think that it's worth waiting around for the person to change? No, it's not worth waiting. You know what I mean? Because the person, they got to they gotta do their work. You know what I mean? Every relationship that I have been in that got physical, over. 
<laughs> you know me over. I'm not with none of them. You know what I mean? I'm not with none of them. And then, you know, to go back to your question, what made me change? Karma and the law. You feel what I'm saying? Because I know the truth and I do the work. You know what I mean? And I'm accountable. Like, I'm, I'm not a looney tune out here like, all right, I see the pattern. Like, when I was like, you know, I'm not giving bitches black eye, but I used to give them a hard time. And then I started getting a hard time. My very last relationship with a man was domestic violence in all dimensions. You feel what I'm saying? The nigga never put, well, no, we rumbled. You know what I mean? Yeah, we did physically rumble, but I had to really start to understand, like, that's not the way a relationship is supposed to be. And I don't like it. And then the part two that, so but because. you experienced that in your last relationship with a man, why do you think that. After experiencing that with the with the the last relationship you had with a man, why do you think that that in tune you went from being the victim to the to the? Uh, I was a perpetrator first. I was a perpetrator first, and in, in my opinion, because like Justice said, it starts in childhood. You know what I mean. So technically, we all were victims first. You know what I mean. But then when it came to my love relationships. I was the one that was in control. I was the perpetrator. I was the one that I'll roll up on the bitch because I was mad. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll knock all this shit over. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'll break so your phone. Like, I'll do all that kind of shit, so you know? So all that happened, and then you turned around and ended up being abused the way you were abusing others? Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. So can you say that the the that life is a circle and it constantly goes around and around and around absolutely like, like the earth and like the universe and how to, uh, uh our, our planets cycle each other yep and that's what the bottom line is people only gonna change when that shit happened to them and that's what like that movie saw was trying to show us motherfuckers did not appreciate their life until their life was in jeopardy they did not appreciate what it is that they had like they say you won't miss your water till your well one dry and how much are, does you does it need to do, or does it, how much do you need to lose? Just like the crackhead that get tired of smoking crack, or the alcoholic that was tired of being in car accidents, DUIs, and getting locked up until finally they're like, you know what, I I want to change my life. And you gotta lose in order to change. You gotta get that ass spanked before you learn your lesson. Unfortunately, you know what I mean. But you get your ass spanked by the universe. God, karma, all that. That shit going to come crumbling down on you. And that's the only way people going to change. They're not going to change because you crying. They're not going to change because they broke all your shit. They're not. They're going to change when you leave. When they lose every fucking thing. That's the only way they're going to change. But if you keep giving it to them, giving it to them, giving it to them. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, you keep being like, ain't nothing wrong because they're not going to see the error in their ways. Just like I said to my analogy, like with jail, jail is fucking timeout for grownups. And when you're in jail, you think about everything you should have, could have, would have did. Like I should have and I did. And as soon as I get home, I'm going to do this and I'm going to change that because that's deprivation. So it's the deprivation that causes you to start appreciating more. And that's what it be. It be a lack of appreciation. It be fear. It be anger. It be all kinds of shit going on with that person. That's not for you to deal with. Mm-mm. That's not. It ain't your shit. It, it's not. It ain't your shit. You carrying other people's shit. You walking around with other people's shit. Spirit said 10 minutes ago, bag lady. 
bag man. You walking around with a bag full of other people's shit. Carrying they shit, holding on to they shit, holding on to them, holding on to them. It's holding on to everything that's connected to them. They good, they bad, they indifferent, all that. We was talking about all of these different things that we saw that people have done in relationships for other fucking reasons. Like, I recently seen where the lady killed her own son. Talking about this nigga was getting too big and she didn't want to feed him and take care of him, all this shit. Like, she tried to push this nigga in the lake. Then they sent this nigga home with her and he ended up dead. His own mom. You have parents that'll kill their own kids. And you question why. I'm like, because it was some dick or with some pussy. The white bull, he killed his whole family fucking around with the side joint. So that be like mental health and behavioral health issues within themselves that ain't got shit to do with you. Mm-hmm. Don't make it about you. Mm-hmm. It ain't about you. The only thing about you is your safety and your well-being. Mm-hmm. So if you get in that kind of energy and it ain't no change, I would, I would say, at least on, on, for, on my end, you got one time. You got one time, and if you don't make that correction in that one time, that other person has every fucking right to leave your ass. Because if one time is one time too many. So if a motherfucker gave you a chance, you better be grateful, and you better make that chance. You better make, make that change. But other than that, see, because everybody ain't like me. Other than that. Motherfuckers, you're right. Absolutely right. Motherfuckers ain't going to change. And it's going to take for God to smack down on that ass in order to get them to realize. And you got to lose. You got to hit rock bottom. And you got to lose everything and everyone who you thought that you cared about or you thought that you loved. And that's the only way people change. Other than that, it ain't going to happen. And so, um, I'm, as we wrapping up, I'm wanting to mention that usually the abuser as well as the victim are both addicts and people tend to think addictions we're only talking about drugs or alcohol no sometimes that could be the case right sometimes it could be but the abuser could just be addicted to anger you know what I mean And, and it's just that simple you know losing control Losing their self-discipline. Um, and the victim um, is addicted to this toxic love. This toxic way of living. Or addicted to the false reality of stability. Could some uh, They say, this is actually a statistic. I actually did see this before. That they say a lot of victims stay into, in abusive relationships because of the stability this is my house, apartment, you know, I, you know, my, I, my kids are here. Where are we going to go? So you, they feel like they have no choice. So they stay. So the one thing that I want to encourage folks to focus on is to understand what your addiction is and to start weaning yourself off, you know, to be addicted to the false reality of stability. That's hard. 
that's hard because what you see is the four walls around you and that comfortable bed and that couch you know what i mean a refrigerator full of food and your tv cable whatever else you know that's what you see you see that like like you said earlier that you were trained mm -hmm. to be a certain type of way oh this is my husband or this is my wife and if you were raised with with you know church aspect then you're supposed to make it work and and and, and, and keep at it as if you were a crack addict needing rehab hmm. Mm. Yep. Mm. So you got Yep. So, <laughs> you know, self accountability goes across the board. Um, we got to learn a difference between. Um, nah, I'm gonna scratch that. Just, ha just hold yourself accountable. I learned this a long time and a long time ago, and I've experienced being in an emotionally abusive uh, marriage before. Uh, you know, I'm grateful to say nothing physical, but emotional is enough. And what I'll say is I learned to hold myself accountable and I encourage other people to do the same. You're not just completely the victim and that's all. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. You're accountable for accepting shit that you shouldn't have accepted. You're accountable for collecting those red flags that you shouldn't have collected. You're accountable for ignoring the things that you ignored. You're accountable for not loving yourself more than you love this person. You're accountable for not loving God more than you love this person. You're accountable for not paying attention to what you needed to pay attention to so that you wouldn't be in this predicament. Yes, hold yourself accountable. I'm not blaming the victim, but I'm saying you do have to hold yourself accountable we already know the abusers out there you need to hold yourself accountable hold yourself accountable for your emotional responses or for your lack of discipline you know hold yourself accountable for your outrage uh your um outburst outburst thank you and for your um uncontrollable anger hold yourself accountable is it because you are involved in some type of intoxicants or whatever? I don't know. But if that is the case, then you hold yourself accountable for that as well. Everybody take accountability and stop with the addictions to the bullshit. I just want to add real quick that that is some true shit. Because as a, a no, real rap, as a perpetrator, like you said, being accountable for not loving yourself. You know what I mean? Being accountable for not loving God, because that too has been a part of my turning point. Like, why am I worried about, you know what I mean? And, I, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I still got certain insecurities within me. And I think, you know, that's that's a general type of thing for a lot of people. Like, especially when you're dealing with intimate relationships. Like, it just goes with the biology and the whole essence of it where you like, who are you going? Who are you with? But then you gotta have boundaries. And how much is, all right, it's just innocent, like, all right, because, you know what I mean, like, yeah, my mom, this is my person, blah, blah, blah. And then how much it is it, well, where the fuck are you at? And da -da 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 -da. and bitch, I'll choke the shit out you. And now we fighting. Like, no, how much of that is really me not loving myself and giving a fuck about my own peace and my own state of just chilling where I'm not allowing myself to just be in my peace and in my world and be fine with that. Like, and I learned how to, you know, find a balance with, you know what? Cause like, I'm thinking about that and I'm like, damn, a lot of that shit was me being more in love with the next person than loving myself. Like I said, abusers be insecure as fuck. 
they be insecure as fuck. And I've heard stories from other people who were abused and I overstood, you know what I mean? Like me coming from that energy, it's like I overstand that shit. Like, oh, you pretty automatically in an abuser mind. That's an insecurity. That means every fucking body named mama trying to talk to you. You know what I mean? Like, it don't matter who the fuck you talking to. Like, yo, you was on the phone too long. Or, yo. <laughs> right. And so that becomes the... Right. That's an insecurity. But instead of me... And then it's an insecurity that you end up passing on to your mate. Right. Because now they're insecure with themselves. And and not only that, now that they're insecure with themselves, with a person who could have been completely secure with themselves is now insecure with themselves. <laughs> right. And not only that, now they're insecure with how they deal with you. Right. Yep. And, and the relationship. And everything surrounding it. Right. And, that's, and that's what I said. It, it, it got to get to a point where love your fucking self. Mm. You know what I mean? And I have seen this John with the relationship bull. One of them relationship bulls that be online talking about all this shit. And he, right, something, I don't know, some bull, I don't know. He's an actor or something. So he was like, yeah, well, she, his, his wife was over in a whole nother state recording a movie and shit, shooting a movie. And he was like, I'm not worried about what it is that she doing. If she fuck up and go fuck with somebody else, I'm a good ass person. She going to lose me. And people got to start thinking in that way because abusers be, like you say, addicted and just like, yo, like, what also, the fuck? Also, you, I'm sorry to, to, no, to bust in, take, but, take oh, okay, but also you have to understand that um, if you're being mentally manipulated as a form of a, abuse, it's very difficult for you to be on that type time that you're speaking on right you're now. You're right. Because that that be covert, mm-hmm. like like mental manipulation, emotional manipulation, financial manipulation, mm-hmm. sexual manipulation. Like these are also other forms of abuse that people. It's hard for you to pinpoint that because most people think like, damn, this nigga punched me in my eye. I think I gotta go. You know what I mean? But people can be financially manipulated, and it be like the cutting at the edge. And I only know this, not because I actually did it, but I've been around so many people and it's prevalent in our community. It's prevalent just period within society, but we'll say, let's say with amongst the black community. You know what I mean? Because we be experiencing all kind of abuse from before we even born. That shit be generational. You know what I mean? Our grandmothers and then our moms and then our aunties and all this. And then you look around and we, we're just raised by bitter black women who don't know how to have established, balanced relationships. Fuck out of here with the gay shit because it just trickles over into that too. So it ain't just about relationships with men. It's the, the whole dynamic because like you say, Empress, that these women be trying to emulate the fuckboy energy when they call themselves being dykes. So it don't get no better. We don't know how to treat each other. Like, it's just get trickled down and trickled down. So, Empress, goddess. Yeah, so uh, I think we're going to wrap this joint up because uh, we uh running out of battery and all kinds <laughs> of good stuff. So uh, Mike needs to get charged and all that good stuff. But um, I like I said, you know, uh, cut the the addictions and focus on loving yourself. We are in a time now where 
um, people are focusing on healing or allegedly focusing on healing. And so the information for how to heal, how to go on a healing journal journey and all these things is readily available to you. Just click on that little, uh, you know, Google Chrome tab and shit on your phone mm -hmm. that you probably are listening to this with, you know, and go Google it, Google it. Find out how to heal. Find out how to get yourself better. Get yourself to a place that you want to be. Whether you're the victim or the abuser at this point, it doesn't even matter for what I'm saying because it still applies. Find out how to get yourself to a better place. Be better. Do better. We can't afford for people to just keep being out here doing whatever. We can't afford that. Okay? Because what's happening is we ended up, we, we raising a bunch of children who are going to be completely with the fuck shit. Okay? These children ain't going to be about shit because they're going to have a bunch of about nothing moms and dads. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, we just got to break these generational cycles. So um, that's that's my last little two cents or whatever. In regards to to her um, her last statement, we have to learn to unlearn and relearn. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that she said and mentioned that are completely accurate. We pick up a lot of things at at birth. We pick up a lot of things in our childhood um, that advances into our adulthood. Mm -hmm. And if we don't know how to pinpoint what those things are, then you are living life as if that's the way that life is supposed to be lived and it's not. And you won't know until you're in a situation as such and need to reevaluate things and, and, and not just about yourself, but about your partner as well. And that's how you get to healing. You allow yourself to analyze the pinpoint the issue, analyze the issue, accept the issue, accept your part in the issue and release it and let it go so you can learn how to move forward. That is the process. That is the absolute process. I have a friend. I won't speak her name to, you know, um, protect her family and um, to respect her children. She's no longer here. She left two beautiful boys. She worked at a bar. She was a bartender. She was dating this African man. She's a black woman, African-American black woman. And she dated this African man. And he was on that type time. If I can't have you, nobody can. He went in that bar and shot my friend in the head. Okay. And he walked out and shot himself outside the, the that bar, that same bar. He went into the the hospital and he lived for about two or three days. And they were trying to pinpoint him for murder. And he ended up dying. Just on the news. They were speaking about this Caucasian man um, who, were, who was upset that his girlfriend broke up with him. She went back to, to, to pick up her belongings, and lo and behold, he shot her. She's dead. They found him, the gun, her, in, in the apartment. He was, he was not uh, uh, sad, depressed. Uh, frustrated, angry. He didn't have any emotions. Okay? He didn't have any emotions. He killed that woman. Okay? Don't wait until it's too late for you to leave. Luckily, I'm, I'm as uh, c connected to the divine as I am. 
because spirit came to me and said in, in my five years of uh, abusive marriage that I just left um, and, and went no contact in, that if I stayed with my wife and, and continued to move the way we were moving, which was, oh, oh what happened happened, let's, let's, let's try to forget about it and move forward. That doesn't fucking work. It's insanity. It's a person that's going uh, over a, a, a situation over and over with different um, underlining changes, but with the same common denominator. Nothing has really changed. Yeah, the person might have changed how they, they yeah, maybe they're not hitting on you no more, but they verbally abusive. Yeah, they're not verbally abusive anymore, but they, they, they are completely silent and show you no emotion and no, no physical attachment, no, no nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 That's yeah. Treatment is mm-hmm. abuse. Hell yeah. Yep, yep. So I don't like that. I always say, <laughs> just busting in a little bit, I always say that silent treatment thing. Because I've recognized that a long time ago, that that feels like abuse to me. So, because it would, it would make me cry so hard to be treated. Like, why would you ignore me? So to this day, it's a, it's a bad stain. It's like, I don't like being me. ignored. And it feels, it, it's devastating. It really, it feels really it's horrible. that triggers something that was harbored in you from childhood yeah. to not feel like you have a voice. Right. Or to feel like you're being ignored. Right. And that doesn't, that does not feel good. And I can say for sure, that's a deep way of emotional abuse that a lot of people don't think about. You know, they kind of ignore that idea that, oh, me not, me ignoring people, that's, it's not a big deal. Just take it lightly. No, this shit be deep because that's how you fuck with people's mind. And being as though I was in a marriage that was manipulative and emotionally abusive, I can say for certain that doing certain shit like that, you fuck with people's mind. That's that Jedi mind trick shit. You know what I mean? It is. And that's how you fuck with people and then you make them doubt themselves. You make them question themselves. You make them look at themselves funny, hate themselves, disown themselves, try to figure out why the fuck am I like this? What's wrong with me? The whole time it's this mother Motherfucker. Yep. You know what I mean? The whole time is this motherfucker. It's yep. not you. You know? And so that that whole that ignoring thing, I always said, if there was anything that made me want to kill a motherfucker, it's ignoring me. <laughs> Damn. It's ignoring me. <laughs> it's ignoring me. I don't like being ignored. That's something that I don't know that that runs deep in me. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. Because when people ignore you, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting right next mm-hmm. to me and you say something to me mm-hmm. and I just ignore you, I ignored you intentionally. That shit is intentional. Mm-hmm. That means you meant to do. It's just like when people cheat, when people abuse, when people do things like this, right? People always say stuff like, I didn't mean to do it. Mm. Bullshit. Anything you do to somebody was intentional because you had to think. Everything start with a thought. Oh, we don't believe in the law of attraction when it comes to the bullshit. You know what I mean? The law of attraction still works. Thoughts of things. Everything started with a thought. So you being an abusive motherfucker, it started with a thought. Go back and check yourself. What was the first thought? You know, you being manipulative started with a thought. Go back and check that. You being emotional abusive started with a thought. This starts with a thought. Thoughts are things. Change how y'all thinking out there. <laughs> oh, 
I'm sorry, y'all. We're going to, we, we, tying it up. It's, we tying it up. It's, it's domestic violence month and, you know, we digging into it. It's real fucking juicy. Okay? Right. The meat is prime, motherfucker. And it so happened to be halal. Uh, all, all, all at the motherfucking goddamn same, same motherfucking time. Okay? You hear me? Okay? This word is pathetic. Prophetic. And you better jump on it. So, the, to, to, to piggyback on what I, what, to go back on what I was saying, spirit came to me spirit said to me if you allow yourself to continue to move in this marriage the way that you're moving she will kill you or you will kill her in self-defense mm-hmm. heard a lot of people say that spirit came to me and said that to me i went and delivered this to my wife mm-hmm. she acted like it meant something to her mm-hmm. and when i asked her for us to just be separated to work on our friendship and to focus on ourselves individually for her to to find a place and be in her own space and I be in my own space because I've I've come to learn in the five years of abusive marriage that you can't heal from a person when they're right in the same space right. when they're right right there mm-hmm. when they're right it's hard it's hard to heal mm-hmm. it's hard to heal it's hard I didn't tried it it didn't work you're st- it's still lingering Just effects for, for the perpetrator. Yes, it's mm-hmm. still lingering. It, it does. It, it it actually feels like it's a band aid putting on put being put on, mm-hmm. and 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 then once once the rain falls, you know, and the mask comes off, and that band aid comes off, that the wound's still there because you ain't get you ain't heal it, mm-hmm. you ain't allow it to heal. Okay, so I told this woman, we need to be separated. You need to live over there. I need to live over here. You need to work on you. I'm going to work on me. We need to be friends. Build this friendship. Stand on the friendship. And maybe that friendship can lead us back into a loving place. That wasn't, uh, 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 it wasn't something that, um, triggered her brain. It, it, it was like Tiffany said, it was the, um, what did you say it was friend? What I say? Where she said it can't stem from? What childhood? No, oh, no, no, no. Insecurity. Insecurity. Yeah. You know what the motherfucker said to me? You gonna be fucking with somebody else? Child. <laughs> See? Who were? Who? Who was worried about? So at that point, I was so mentally fucked, right. emotionally. Okay. Yeah. I was so mentally fucked spiritually. I was so mentally fucked uh, um, uh, 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 physically that I wasn't even into in the mental space to be able to <laughs> understand that it, it, it stemmed from that. I didn't see that in my wife. Other people seen it and brought it to my attention. Also jealousy. They said she's jealous of you. I said, how can somebody that loves me be jealous of me? I didn't understand it. How? I didn't move that way. I, I don't love jealously. I love selflessly. You understand? And I had no reason to be insecure until she gave me reasons to be insecure. Okay? I say all of this to say that, um, like, like the high priestess said, stop, stop carrying those, those red flags and taking them with you and ignoring them. They, they don't help. They don't, they don't help. She gave red flag after red flag, and I ignored it because I loved her. Keep talking. And I ignored it because I loved her. And at first, love was enough until it wasn't. And after a while, and after a while, 
Love won't won't be enough. You know why? Because you'll end up losing yourself. You'll end up losing the love that you have for yourself. And then love is no more. And how can you continue to move on that? You can't. Because at that point, you done gave so much love that you ain't have nothing left for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. You ain't have nothing left. I ain't have shit for me. I ain't have nothing for me. I ra- I rather to 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 die in my sleep than to continue to love this person. Why? Cuz I couldn't figure out how I lost me. And and losing me and being accountable for that hurt me to my soul, okay? That shit hurt me to my soul. That hurt me to my soul. How did I lose? How did I allow me to lose me in loving this person? How? I allowed them to mentally fuck me. Okay? I allowed them to physically abuse me, sexually abuse me, verbally abuse me. Okay? How? Be- all because I love them? And-, and love was supposed to be enough because that was what I was trained. I was trained to just love, love your, your husband, love your wife and, and, and stick beside him and, and work at it. And, 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 uh, you know, just continue to be the great wife that, that you're trained to be. And, and, and that will eventually be and no, it's not the fuck enough because then it was, I'm not a great wife and, and she didn't need me to wash dishes and she didn't need me to do these things that, that uh, the wifely duties needed. She didn't she, Oh, I don't need that from you. Well, bitch, what do you need? Because you done took everything else. But guess what? Like the high priestess said, we have to be accountable. I allowed it. Unknowingly, I, I allowed it. I was weak enough to allow it. Mm, that's calling my power back. I was, weak en- I was weak enough to allow it. Like I said in the first episode, what you allow will fucking be. And you and like she said, you have to be accountable. And it didn't register to me in my mind, in my heart, in my soul. What the fuck was really going on with me? And so I allowed myself to be the fuck accountable for how I allowed me to play into my own motherfucking demise. Hello? You can't change your karmatic karma unless you understand and accept the things that's in your fucking life and how you move and the things that you're doing, how you move and how you shaking. How you moving? How you shaking? How you think you're supposed to heal from something if you can't sit there and be accountable for, for what you what took place in it? You know how many people told me, oh, you need to stop that. Oh, you, you, oh, she did that to you. So what? I allowed it. I'm mad at me. They said, oh, no, you don't need to be mad at you. And, oh, you don't, don't be so hard on yourself. No, bitch, I need to be hard on me. I need to be hard on me because I need to stand on my ten. I need to stand on my ten toes. And be and, and be and unshaken and unmoved, okay. And, and I can't do that if I'm saying this person hurt me, this person hurt me, this person hurt me, and not realizing what I play in the hurt that I allowed to be in in my existence to begin with. Like she said, I knew the bitch was fucked up when I met her, and I thought that my love would be enough to love her past her pain. I was wrong. Because I had to unlearn and relearn. What I learned growing up, like she said about love, it was all wrong. 
the things that you do for a person doesn't doesn't equivalent to anything when they don't under, even know what love is because they never experienced it from their fucking parents. And every relationship they was in was fucking toxic. Why? Because that's all they exhibited from their, that's all they got from their parents. That's all their parents exhibited was toxicity. Okay? So once you get with a person who just want to love you and, and, and show you love and affection, you don't know how to receive that shit. She didn't know how to receive it and never learned how to fucking receive it. And I can't teach you how to receive it. And I did. I tried. And I lost I lost me in trying to show her how to receive what the fuck I was trying to give. And why was I trying to give it to begin with, knowing that she, something was wrong to begin with? Oh, I'm a lover past her pain. Bitch, how? 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 How is it remotely possible? You can't, y'all. And we got to be accountable. And we can't allow... Um, people and, and, and things to, to put you in a space where you're, you're, you're defective as, as an individual. Ooh, damn spirit. You can't allow people to put you in a space where you defective as an individual. Meaning like that aunt or that cousin might say, girl, you need to stay with that man. Oh, he, he pay all your bills. Oh, you need to stay with your wife. Y'all need to work it out. Oh, y'all look so great together. Like that shit fucking matter. Because the, 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 the money that's coming from that, that woman or that man, it doesn't fucking matter. It don't matter. The dick, the coochie, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. Mm-mm. None of the security, the thoughts, uh, none of that matters. None of that matters. Because it, it does nothing but keep you uh, stagnant. <laughs> it's as if you're in quicksand. And the more you try to tug and pull, you just get sucked back in. That's what mental, mental, uh, what did you call it? Uh. When you, when you get <laughs> mentally fucked. Oh, yeah. What's uh. that called? Psychological what? What did I say? I don't even know what I said. Child. Shoot, Whatever she said. Listen. Okay. Rewind it back. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Cause when spirit talk and it flow, it just, it just flow. But, um, Yeah. Y'all, we, we got to do better. We got to do better. We got to do better. Too many lives is being taken by domestic violence. Um, too many people are losing who they are, their identity in domestic violence. Um, and again, uh, domestic violence can, can has many different layers to it. Uh, it's like an onion, okay? And it never, it never stops um, peeling. You know, it, it's 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 difficult to to get to the the root of the matter when you're not in a space where you can be accountable for it. And like I said, I nothing changed for me until I learned to be accountable. To I ex had to buckle down and accept my part in my demise, my part in what took what made me want want not want to live life, uh, my part in how I affected my child. And how I affected my child in, in, in the in the matter and the fact of it all. You know, because like I said in the first in the first episode, when we when when we're in these type of situations, it's not only us that's hurt and we hurt our children too. Our children are being hurt. Rather they see it or rather they feel it. Cause some of these children are actually experiencing if they ain't hitting the mom, they hitting the child. And vice versa. And that's man or woman. Because women beat on children too. Okay? 
So we have to we have to be accountable for that, especially as parents, um, how we affect them, because we are in the shit that we're in because they our parents didn't care enough to think about how we were being affected. OK, so the root of it all is we have to be accountable and hold ourselves accountable, whether you're the victim or the persecutor. Rather, you're the victim or the persecutor. You will not move forward in life unless you are accountable for your actions, the things you say and the things you do and what you allow. You know, so all the all of these factors matter. I'm going to leave y'all with that. Oh, man, that was some heavy, heavy, heavy energy. Very informative. I, I really appreciate you ladies for giving us all of that energy all of the knowledge all of the wisdom and all of the experiences um the top and the bottom line of it all is you gotta love your motherfucking self and 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 that's that's it whether you're the perpetrator whether you're the victim whether you know it, it like that's all that matters you know what i mean so love yourself learn how to love yourself Learn how to love yourself so much that it becomes more of an impact on you, how you perceive your life, how you perceive your relationships, and how you project your energy than any energy that was ever put onto you. Learn how to love yourself. And learn how to love God. Mm-hmm. With that, I'm T-I-F-F, motherfucking period, with High Empress Justice Scorp and the Divine Goddess Fee. Peace. And this is Crystal Table Talk. All right now. See you on the other side.